Welcome to Christianity A to Z. We're on the letter N. We're going to be thinking about the new creation. And uh, as ever, I'm here uh, with Ben Reed. Hello. Hello. I'm here with Pete Woodcock. Hello. And my name is Tom Sweetman. We're all pastors at Cornerstone Church. And uh, hopefully you've uh, discovered by now that uh, these A to Zs belong to their own YouTube channel, uh, podcast channel. And uh, you can find lots of other resources at cornerstonechurchkingston.org, our social media channels. And so as ever, do check, check those out. So we're thinking about the new creation, letter N. And uh, we're going to have a reading from 2 Peter 3, the end of Peter's second letter. Yep. To, um, I mean, we could go to lots of places as, as on all of these subjects, really. But 2 Peter 3 is quite explicit. Uh, I'll start at reading at verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be. You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. The day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Hmm. <clears throat> Great stuff, yeah. So, what do we what do we learn there about the new creation then, and uh, these future times? Well, I guess the first thing is that you don't get the new creation without the destruction of the old creation, mm. and <clears throat> in one sense, that's <clears throat> that is the Christian gospel, isn't it? You know, Jesus dies and uh, rises again to his, into a resurrection body, and it's the illustration that both Paul and Jesus gives of a seed mm. <clears throat> that. Um, it can't become a plant until it's put into the ground and dies and then becomes this mm -hmm. new creation. And so um, we can't get heaven on earth. Mm. It's impossible. Mm. The only way for new creation is, is through death. And, of mm. course, what Christ has done is go to death and resurrect. He's, mm. he's, he's paved the way. He's the pioneer. He's you know cut the path, as it mm. were, into that uh, new creation and that's the only way through so when people are looking for heaven on earth or a new creation on this earth or a new body here and all of the stuff that we put so much emphasis on it's not going to happen here mm -hmm. and there there are days where i think you see <clears throat> that more and less clearly aren't there because there are days where you might be in the mountains in scotland and you just look around you and you go wow i mean this is a, this is amazing and then there are days where Perhaps you feel like ailments or you you feel a bit sick or ill and you think there's no way this body, <laughs> I don't want to be in this body no. forever. Mm. I want a new body and I don't want to be in this place, this broken world mm. forever. I want to be in a new world where mm. these things don't happen mm. and these sufferings don't come. Um, mm. So there are days where we feel <laughs> like more or less like we want that. Mm. Um, but ultimately... We do want that. That it, we don't want to be in this world forever. Mm. I think that's why some people, when they think of heaven, going on and on and on forever and ever and ever in this world, it's not a particularly attractive idea. Mm. 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 And this, this clearly from the reading, as as you've been saying, is an act of God and specifically an act of Jesus Christ, isn't it? So just as the first creation 
uh, could only come about by the breath of his voice and it was his word that spoke life into the darkness and created uh, so it is going to be his word that brings about this judgment and recreation so this is as we said not something that we can bring about by ourselves and um, you know for all the good uh, that science has done and particularly medicine um, and you know we should be thankful for that there, there is you know we're never going to just completely fix human sickness and human illness and solve the problem of human death science can't and won't be our savior at the end of the day we won't bring this about through our own creativity and intelligence this this is a divine act isn't it some it is a real moment in the future where jesus is going to step in with his word and this will be an unmissable i mean you couldn't wake up and miss this could you and think oh it must have must have happened yesterday didn't, didn't or, notice. everything looks a little bit different <laughs> today um you know this is a kind of jaw-dropping knee-shaking eyes look you know no one is going to miss this this is uh you know that's what you get from reading 2 peter 3 it's an apocalyptic intervention into the world to recreate and to judge mm. and it, uh, it's interesting that it's called a promise that that's going to happen yeah. so it's not just a promise of the new creation there's the promise that the old will mm. will die in this mm. way as and, and i think it's really important what you've just said it's an intervention of god yeah so we've got this wrong so that the whole sort of saves the planet thing which of course we want to you know be good to our planets because it'll be good to us in that sense you know if we're littering it all up and throwing plastic everywhere mm. um then you know it's an ug- it's going to be an ugly place to live and cause all kinds of problems but i think what is interesting is right back in genesis mm. after the flood and the whole thing of the rainbow is that god has promised that there'll be seasons coming and seasons uh you know going mm. he's promised uh, that this world won't be destroyed in the way that often the uh you know um extinction rebellion people are are, yes. are sort of shouting at us mm. no god will come mm-hmm. and 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 intervene and destroy it now that doesn't mean to say we're lazy with plastic mm. i'm not saying that yeah. um but uh but but i think uh, you've got with extinction rebellion you've got this this emphasis that this generation must save the planet mm. and that puts on to young people a, a sort of godlike ability that they haven't got mm. and therefore you've got women saying i'm not going to have children because i don't want to bring uh, another mouth to feed or another destructive human into this world you've got ugly pressure on people uh, to save the planet mm. that it's becoming and and you know there's even the syndrome isn't there this save the planet syndrome that people have got they're so scared about we know that God will do it mm. in His time, mm. and there'll be a new creation. Mm. Mm. But um, in the in the passage we read, uh, it said, "Because of these things, live in a way that's godly," mm. um, and that means all sorts of things spiritually. But it also doesn't mean. I've heard some Christians. Well, I've heard some people say, um, "The whole thing's going to be burnt up anyway, so just you know, sack the planet. Doesn't matter because mm. God's going to be the one who does it." But that is incongruent with the mm. way we ought to live, yeah. with the knowledge that God is going to. Mm. Um, recreate uh, and judge this world Mm. in light of that we should live in a godly way which means living in a way um, that is uh, respectful and Mm. right and proper for Mm. a Christian to live in in a world that God's made for us Mm. Um, so almost it's funny because in a way Christians should be people who are perhaps more respectful of this world 
because we know God's made this world. Mm. Um, but we aren't afraid like the uh, generation, extinct, extinction generation people mm. are because that's a godless Mm. It's a godless world that they live in. And hopeless. I mean, I heard one writer describe it as a death cult, basically, Extinction yeah. Rebellion, because it is, there's this, uh, at the same time, outrage that this planet might burn. At one time, they were saying something like six years or yes. something, there wasn't was it? Like, years, yeah, 12 years, it? wasn't it? 12 years. And at one time, uh, sort of, uh, on the one hand, looking outraged by that, but seeming to sort of quite enjoy the idea at the same time. And, and, and death is the end. It's burning, it's death, it's leads to death but this is a this is a fundamentally hopeful message isn't it that there is mm. going to be a judgment and a, and a, but then a, a home of righteousness and a recreation um and it's important to say you know because people might well why why does it need to be judged so dramatically and and the answer in this passage is sin isn't it, it yeah. it's sin is the is the problem it's our ungodliness that needs to be sorted out and that was the case um with noah in the flood which he uses as, as a comparison that actually you know, why did the Lord uh, flood the earth? Uh, well, not because he sort of fancied having another go at some of the forests, but um, because the, it, he was grieved that the ungodliness and the wickedness upon the face of the earth had reached such a point that the only way was to to cleanse and to remake a new a new humanity. And that's the point here, isn't it? That this this judgment will come, not because there's anything. A, like essentially wrong with the trees that we've got, I guess, but that we're in this cursed world and sin needs sorting out in a dramatic way. And this is this is how God's going to do it. Mm. Um, and also, the, the we, world we, is subject to decay because of our sin. Yeah. So mm. that's why that's why the world needs sorting out as well. Um, because if you take hu all humans off the planet, the planet is still in the state that it's in because of sin. Mm. Uh, and so, sin is the thing that has to mm. be dealt with. And obviously, Christ has has paid for our mm. sin. Um, but we still live in a world that is affected mm -hmm. by it, and we're under the curse yeah. of God. God, God has God has broken this world in a sense to show us mm. the brokenness in our hearts. Mm. Because without a visible representation, we might <laughs> not know. Mm. Um, so it's the kindness of God in, in a sense, but He's He's got to then deal with that as well. Mm. Mm. And I, I mean, it's a it's, You know, if any of you garden uh you know that you can pull all the weeds up and uh and then go to bed and in the morning all the weeds are back <laughs> what is the point it, that's what i think <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, um, and 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 you can even put weed killer down yeah. uh, uh, and it will be a couple of days um and the weeds the weeds are back um and 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 so uh that is what it's like with us it's it's not just a little weed pulling yeah. that mm -hmm. we need in this world mm -hmm. it's not just a little restructuring yeah. and a little um bit more fertilizer or a bit more love or something or whatever steps to make yourself the new creation yeah it's it the only way is for it to die mm -hmm. and then he can raise it again as mm -hmm. christ did mm -hmm. uh, in his own body Okay, well, that's the that. Sorry, that's the negative, isn't it? Mm. But but the positive is that, as you say, that there's a, there's a future to come of this new world. Sorry, brother. That's yeah. right. No, yeah. yeah, no, no, you no, you're right, and I th it's, it's good, isn't it? And um, I think that is important to say because we and we have touched on this in previous podcasts, but it it does do away with the idea that heaven is a you know a strange, otherworldly, just. Uh, super spiritual existence um, mm. that that God is fundamentally into reality and texture and color and 
life and creation and sound and all, all these sorts of things that we enjoy here. Um, God is going to remake and, and bring about this new creation uh, where we are going to dwell forever. And, uh, you know, just like all the way back in the Garden of Eden, uh, we get the sense that Adam and Eve were walking with the Lord in the cool of the day. You know, that was that was really what it was all about, wasn't it? That God's people living in God's world with the Lord himself walking in the gardens with them. And uh, that's where we're going, but even better than that, because uh, we will see that Christ has redeemed us for, for that purpose. Um, and so this, this is a lovely thing. And, and I think that, I mean, we don't know a huge amount is the truth about what exactly life will be like but we know that it's going to be real and we guess that lots of the things the good things that god made that work will still be there but without the frustrations and that there'll be invention and creativity and opportunities that we have in the creation to work the creation to the glory of god and um all of that would it would just be a strange climax to the bible story if that was all gone and it was just a spirit realm wouldn't it yeah oh well like we're like ghosts floating around yeah like like a sort of nirvana suit yeah yeah we're we're, we're, as 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 the buddhists say you know we're just a drop that goes into the ocean and becomes a sort of nothingness yeah yeah no that's that's a that's a nasty future Mm. as far Mm. as i can see Mm. because i'm a non i'm a nothing so therefore i'm really unimportant Mm. even now everything i do is unimportant Mm. because my future is going to nothingness Mm. this is a future what i love is is where where he says here is you know in new heaven and new earth where righteousness dwells the problem with the word righteousness you know again people will get a sort of negative view of that but it's not negative if you take sin out just just imagine Uh, the poten- so in you there is lots of potential that you can't do because we live in an unrighteous world mm. Mm. yeah so i mean i i, I was at um an exhibition in london on uh, uh, on friday and uh, there was a mum with a little boy there was a massive queue to go into the ladies toilet for her to take a little boy and she was trying to get him to go into the men's toilet and uh, he was just a little boy, and I was there, and I, I just wanted to say, Look, I'll take him in and I'll stand with him. Mm. But I, I couldn't mm. because of unrighteousness yeah. that goes on. Yeah. How could I do that? So I could say, look, I'll tell you what, I'll stand with you and I'll pop in and out um, to, yeah. to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you, ca- you, you can't even no. do a kind act. No, no. Um, because the unrighteous world that we're in. Yeah. And then you think of the passwords and the keys and the people that are out scamming and then uh, the people that are rude to you and unkind and vicious and cut you up. All of that's gone. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, or I might do something and you're jealous because I'm quite good at it. Um, all of that's mm-hmm. gone. Or I might do something and feel proud about it and put you down because all of that's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and once you've got rid of, when righteousness reigns, it's beautiful and gorgeous and full of freedom mm-hmm. and not, you know, uh, the destruction or pollution and all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're going. We've got to give people that vision, haven't mm-hmm. we? And we've got to live for that vision. Yeah, and I think that's where the that's where the whole story has been leading, isn't it? Um, you know, because death, when the soul is separated from the body, you know, that is not what we were made for, is it? I mean, it's the it's the fruit of disobedience and the fruit of the curse. But God has always intended His people to have, you know, be redeemed, body and soul, living 
in the body that he gave them. And so this gives great dignity to the body, doesn't it, this, this doctrine as well, because mm. um, this is why we believe in resurrection. It's why we need Easter Sunday. And yeah. not, you know, it's not, it's not good enough that Jesus dies on a cross and then his soul goes back to be with his father. And then we Sunday. eat chocolate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But that Sunday, you know, the, the resurrection is coming. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's why if you take 2 Corinthians 5 and, uh, and other places... Um, this new creation language is is employed for, of Christians. You know, it's you know, if anyone is in Christ, uh, the old has come, the new has come. He has become a new creation. So, in in the in conversion, we kind of usher the new creation forward, don't we? We enter into this new state, not quite there, but already in. Already, we've become and. And that's a great way to describe becoming a Christian. The old has gone, the new has come, isn't it? That, you know, yeah, the, the ways I used to think and the things I used to think were important and the selfishness that used to rule my life, that's all gone. It feels gone and crucified and died. And I've, like I've risen, I've become a new thing, which is, uh, knows God and wants to live for God. And yeah. so it's, um, yeah, it's interesting how that language is used of becoming a Christian. And what a yeah. powerful um, evangelistic perspective to have that as christians we are different um and the way that we interact and deal with difficulties and when people grieve us and, and we we can forgive them mm. and we I, I mean this happened to me quite recently um uh we we accidentally grieved one of our neighbors and just the 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 um it was palpable that <laughs> She let us know that we'd upset her, basically. Right. <laughs> and I was just thinking, I I mean, this is, it's quite shocking. If you um, are in a church and you, I mean, I feel like we, we constantly um, poke each other and annoy each other in a church context. But the way that we are, are quick to forgive and to love hmm. is, is just so wonderful that when this happened outside of a church context, I was, I was actually quite shocked at how, how different and, Mm. ugly it is to to hold someone you know hold someone's uh shortcomings against them so mm. so like mm. visibly um mm. and and that's well that's why all of this helps us to helps us with godliness as you said earlier yeah. it's, it's since since we're looking forward to this and since we've become these kind of people mm. we can be holy and godly because we can we know that you know, ultimately, if you, you know, if you take countries at the moment like Belarus, you know, where Christians there are suffering terribly and there's great injustice, you know, ravaging the land and affecting not just the whole population, but Christians. You know, it, it may be that in the lifetime of those we know, they never see uh, justice that, you know, they might go from one dictator to the next. Mm. But this this promises, doesn't it, that there is a day coming mm -hmm. when God is going to come mm -hmm. and he will make sure that those wrongs are righted and there will be a new creation where justice and righteousness will roll on like mighty mm -hmm. waters, you know, as it mm -hmm. says in Amos, mm -hmm. doesn't it? And uh, that that frees you to not be hopeless um, and despairing, but also not, we've got to kill them. We've got to seek revenge. Yeah, 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 we can yeah. leave it to the yeah. Lord, isn't it? Yeah, there is yeah. that, yeah. Um, I mean, and then you do actually often see that actually when Christians of it. I mean, I think of the Walkers. Oh, what's her name? Um, the lady who, who, whose son was, uh, you know, had that sort of axe in his head, um, and uh, you know, she was a Christian, and just her sort of, you know, I mean, she was devastated. She is yeah. devastated, mm. um, broken, and I think Kate Winslet's just done a new film on on her, and um, 
she, she she's completely broken and devastated. No, it wasn't. It, that isn't Kate Winslet. Anyway, forget it. Um, <laughs> but you know, she 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 says, "I won't seek revenge." I mean, she wants the the justice done uh, from the government, from from our society's point mm. of view. The man needs to go to prison, but she has this heart mm. of. Uh, I leave. I leave it to God, mm. and it's often, isn't it, when the murderer kills himself, people say, "Oh, he got away with it." Mm. No, mm. you'll stand before the living God. Mm. But we sl- sorry, I've slightly no, no, taken no. you off the point no, of no, the no, new creation. But, but that yeah, but all of that's gone. You, isn't that's it? what I mean. Yeah, it yeah. frees us to live yeah. that life. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. a sign that the new creation has already begun within you. That you are able to have that um, for- forgiveness and and that forbearance and that ability to to not seek revenge because that's. Our natural reaction is to to want our rights, mm. and um, but to 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 lay your rights aside mm. has to be a spiritual work in you. Mm. Has to be a sign that there's something new and different in you, mm. um, because it's just so unlike what the the, the natural person mm. is like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if we move move to thinking about ways in which this this doctrine can be. Um, you know, undermined or or taken wrongly or or, or disbelieved. I, I suppose you know when we were touching on it earlier. What one of the ways that to go wrong here would be to say that that the salvation of this planet is the main work that Christians are called to. You know that this creation uh, is really all that there is, and and the work of God. Uh, it's not just it's a good thing to do, but the work of God is actually to to try to save this planet and preserve it. You, you do get that. So I know of you know, I have churches and even Christian charities and organizations where um, at one time the focus was much more on, um, you know, gospel work or at least the relief of suffering for Christian people. But you look at the projects and the way that they're changing over time and the things they're asking for money for, they're becoming much more green as if, like, you know, we need to, what Christians need to be giving their money to now is, you know, to, to save the environment in these places. And so it just sort of subtly shifts, doesn't it, from from the people and the work of the gospel to preserving the environment that they live in. And that's that's all part of that theology, isn't it? Um, you know, and, I, and, I, I and it's know, a worldly yeah. theology. It's just worldly. Yeah. It's about the world. Yeah. And that defines it as worldly. Mm. And and I think it's I think it's horrible. Mm. I think the consequences are going to be massive because, mm. as I said earlier, it puts massive emphasis that we can save the world. Yeah. No, we can't. Yeah. We can't save it. We're not God. Mm. Or, or we can destroy the world. Mm. No, we can't. Mm. Uh, God God does it. And he's promised he will destroy the world. Um, and he's promised that he'll keep the world mm. in its with its seasons until he destroys it. Mm. So we can't do that. Now, I know what people think, and I've already said it, but... You know, that doesn't mean to say we don't, yes. you know, we just go around polluting everything and, and chopping trees down. And we want to see plastic islands and, in the ocean. Yeah, you know. it's horrible. Yeah. And none of that is, uh, you know, I get annoyed about that plastic. Mm. I come home from a supermarket and I say, this isn't actually my fault. Mm. I, 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 I lived in an age where we, you know, you went to the, you went to the shop and everything was in paper or cardboard or something. Mm. And now it's all, everything is plastic. You know, it's, it's. It's ridiculous, mm. and so I'm against that. Mm. But the main thing is, we we are preaching the gospel mm. to prepare people mm. for something that's going to last forever, and mm. not something that's got a limited, mm. Um, mm. Va- uh, whatever it is, time 
think yeah. a charity, <laughs> even a Christian charity that is committed to um, sustainable development in third world countries and even uh, climate stuff is not is not wrong in and of itself. But when they start saying that the greatest crisis of our generation is yeah. this, mm. that's a theological misstatement isn't mm. it yes because the greatest crisis uh, is sin mm. and that's why we have the gospel yeah um and so it's when you blend the messages together mm. and you start saying mm. god's most important mission is mm. the world that's when it becomes wrong mm. um but you know to have a, a christian organization like my sister worked for one in bristol called send a cow and mm. it was it was it wasn't <laughs> trying to say god's mission is to send a cow to mm. people in in Africa or whatever, mm. but it was that we want to do something about poverty and, mm. um, the, you know, so if you want to give and, and that's, I think well, that's all, a, all of me saying from the cow that produced <laughs> yeah. the planet. <laughs> and it was, what would um, I do with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so, it, yeah. so that was, so that was fine. Yeah. It wasn't trying to say the greatest crisis is that there aren't enough cows in Africa. It mm. was saying we want to do something, you know, give mm. a bit of money if you feel like mm. you want to. And I think the interesting thing is when you, when you have this theology of new creation, it does allow you, it, it gives dignity to the creation in general, doesn't it? That we've got, so I think, I mean, this is not the place and we haven't got the time to open up the sort of transgender theory a little bit, but um, the, the whole idea there is that you've got this body hmm. and I know there are difficulties with some bodies and hmm. exceptions, but generally speaking, you've got this body that you have been given that uh, in every way, in every strand of DNA, in every chromosome has been wired and gifted to you in a certain way. And yet now often it's taught like, well, that's just kind of a vehicle that the real you inhabits. Yeah. And it's a type of what used to be called Gnosticism, which is basically like the spirit of you is the thing with real dignity. And this thing that you inhabit is a type of slut like slave thing that you're stuck in and that you need to change and master whereas uh we we don't we don't say that you know that the body itself you know it is fallen there are problems with it but fundamentally it has great dignity because it's part of who you are you know yeah. god has made you and your body and they're not like you know two stories like there's the upstairs and the downstairs you are this one house mm. you know um and so even though we believe in death and resurrection and burning and remaking it that theology gives more dignity to the creation we're in now yeah doesn't it um but it also interestingly also um reassures people who feel uh sort of out of place in their body mm. because you say yeah, yes absolutely you're, you're going to have a new body yes. where you will feel completely at home yeah exactly in fact yeah. it's quite right that you feel yeah out of place in this in and this disintegrated body. slightly mm. and yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. not quite right things yeah. are broken um that's because you're in a broken world and that's a christian worldview yeah so you've got a christian understanding there 100 mm. percent. Mm. And, and but but don't look for yeah the heaven on earth don't, yeah yeah heaven isn't on earth however, however much the songs say that <laughs> uh heaven is in the, in the new create you know the new creation mm. and so it's only a little while mm. it won't be long you're not here long mm. I mean, you know, average 70 years, you know, it's only 70 birthdays uh, and um, it's uh, most of us hearing have got through quite a lot of birthdays, only 70 Christmases. It's, it's not 70 isn't a massive number. No. And so we do have pain here. This is a suffering world, but there is a world that isn't suffering mm. and we're going to. And that that makes us. Uh, if you know that you're going through pain, but there's an end in it. 
you you can cope so psychologically so much better. Yeah. If you think there is no end, then it, it's it's a hopeless thing, isn't it? It's yeah. it's 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 horrible. Mm. Um, so I think it helps in every area of mm. our lives. Mm. Yeah, mm. to 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 understand there's a new creation, mm. and it does. And just maybe to close on this thought from verse fifteen of two Peter three, you know, after talking about this, he says, "Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation," and just this idea that at the, now, yes, you know, God is so patient with this world, and every new day that comes is a day of His patience and kindness, and it's He's saying to us and the world, isn't He? The day is coming when when I will return and judgment and new creation will come in. But this now is a day of patience for you to, for us to turn from our evil, to repent. And, and that to that's repent. why our job is to save people, yeah, not the planet. Yeah, our our job is to take the gospel out. Yeah, and ch- we we as churches have mustn't lose that mm. above everything else in all that we do. Our job is to the I mean church is to show. A flavor of the new creation, yeah, um, uh, and that's why you can't be as a Christian a racist. You can't be a racist no, no. because in the new creation there's going to be all the races. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want to reflect different nationalities and cultures and so forth and all of the joy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but our fundamental thing as a church is to show the new creation in God's people and show it to the world so that people will come in. And be in that part of the new creation. That's our fundamental job. We mustn't lose sight of that. Mm. And unfortunately, we seem to, uh, well, sometimes we seem to want to do everything but that. Mm. And that is our, you know, keep at that, isn't it? He's saying, yeah. yeah. Okay, brilliant. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed that, thinking about the letter N, new creation. Uh, next week, we're going to be on the letter O, and we're going to be doing the ordinances. Um, so if you've never heard that word before, then you'll have to tune in next week to find out what that's all about. And uh, as I said at the beginning, you can subscribe and uh, like and follow our various different social media podcast channels and go onto our website, cornerstonechurchkingston.org. And if you are local in the Kingston area and you've uh, somehow stumbled across these podcasts, then through our website, you can also book on to a service should you wish to, to come down for a Sunday morning or evening. And uh, we'd, we'd love to welcome you there. 